I V M. Hey, I just lost my wallet. Now I need to call the bank and block my card right away. Ah, man. But wait, why call when you can do it from the Bob Wald app itself? Okay, I can block the card. But what about requesting a new one? What are you, fifty? This is a digital world. You can not only use the app for cards, but for various other things as well. The app saves your effort, provides rewards, and many more services right at your fingertips. So ease up and enjoy the digital world of Bob. For more information, download the Bob World app from Play Store or Apple Store. Bank of Baroda, we live in your world. Welcome to FinTalks at Bob World, presented by Bank of Baroda, India's international bank. I'm your host, Akhil Handa, the Chief Digital Officer at Bank of Baroda, and today we are uh, very excited to have uh, a young, enterprising leader, Gurjot Pal Singh, who is the CEO of Tide India, uh, and we hope to have a fantastic conversation. So, welcome, Gurjot. Thank you, uh, Akhil. Thanks for uh, having us here, and. Uh, uh, you know, look look forward to the discussion and uh, look forward to learning and sharing in the session. Excellent. So let, let's start off with uh, first, uh, you know, uh, first your journey, Bhujod. Uh, and uh, you were at PayU till recently. Uh, PayU seems to be a fantastic springing board of entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs uh, of all sorts. So tell me, what, what did you do at PayU and how come you ended up at Tide? Absolutely. So, um, you know, I prior to Tide, I spent uh, around seven and a half years at PayU. Um, you know, my journey started in very early days of PayU when it was uh, uh, part of Ibibo Group. So, uh, you know, we are part of NASPERS uh, uh, Group, and uh, we started out as uh, as part of Ibibo Group, and then uh, you know we uh, we set up a separate fintech uh, firm within the NASPERS Group to which which we were aligned. Uh, so I built out, uh, you know, I was the founder of SME business at uh, PayU. I built out that business from scratch and ran it for uh, around four years. Uh, and in the in the process, uh, uh, you know, I built out uh, products uh, like PayU Money, uh, which was a payments solution for SMEs. And uh, this was, uh, uh, you know, at that point in time, back in 2013, you know, quite a pain point to be solved for SMEs, which was enabling them to collect digitally. Uh, that's that's what I did. We had close to half a million uh, SMEs on the platform by the time I left running this business. And during my second part of my stint at PayU, I was uh, I worked closely with our NASPERS m and and I was responsible for uh, uh, you know integrating our uh, mm, uh, our investments in the in the India market. So I worked on uh, uh, integration of, uh, you know, uh, Citrus, you know, uh, the likes of uh, Wibmo to, to name a few. And, uh, you know, as well as uh, one of our European investments uh, was into an organization called Creditech, which had to set up shop in India. So I did, uh, did that stuff in, in the later half of my journey at PayU. 
Well, uh, you know, as you mentioned, a bunch of founders have come out of PayU. I believe, you know, Naspers is a uh, is an amazing investor. It uh, essentially, you know, pushes entrepreneurship in the in the organizations. And uh, I think that's the outcome of it. There are a bunch of very independent leaders who have built, you know, good products solving for pain points in the ecosystem. And uh, very, very proud to be part of that group and that journey. Great. Uh, I'm sure Naspers is very happy listening to you. Uh, but yes, I, I have also uh, come across a very similar thing from Naspers. And of course, the people who have who've, um, you know, come out of the, the Naspers ecosystem, the larger ecosystem. So, so great. Um, uh, let's let's talk about Tide now. Uh, Tide, I believe, is uh, helping SMEs. Uh, it's a neo bank for SMEs. Uh, a, of course, is this the right way to think about Tide? And you know, if you can help us, um, you know, just take us through the journey of Tide in perhaps your parent market, UK. Absolutely. So, see, Tide is, uh, of course, a challenger bank focusing just on the SMEs as such, right? And uh, I think what sets us apart from, uh, you know, others in the ecosystem is our focus on SMEs. Uh, you know, the competition that we have from a challenger banking standpoint is from players who, you know, do not solve just for SMEs. They solve for a larger uh, set of users and SMEs happen to be one of them. So, uh, you know, we are just SME focused and uh, uh, we are the leading uh, SME-focused challenger bank in the UK. We have close to 7% market share in the in the UK market uh, as we speak. And uh, we built a pretty successful uh, business and a brand uh, brand in UK. Uh, our, uh, you know, at, at core of our uh, offering uh, lies a bank account, which we offer in partnership with Clear Bank. Uh, but along with that, you know, we bring a bunch of uh, other features for SMEs to uh, which, which, you know, help them in uh, managing their financials and admin overall and, uh, you know, save them a lot of time and money, right? They do not need to go to professionals for, uh, you know, solving things like, uh, you know, taxation, invoicing, etc. right? We also bring working capital to them. We bring, uh, you know, ability to uh, getting paid digitally, collections, etc. All, all that to them on one platform. Uh, the way we do it, right, we have our own tide label um, products and we also work with leading service providers in the ecosystem to bring their services onto the platform, uh, which uh, could be useful uh, for SMEs. So that's in nutshell what we do in the UK. Now, uh, you know, considering we have a significant market share in in, in UK, uh, now our focus uh, is shifting to, you know, other markets in the world. So India is our first market outside of uh, UK that we have decided to pursue. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, broadly what we feel is that the problems of SMEs are very similar worldwide, right? And our aspiration is to be serving around 25% of SMEs globally at some point in time, right? Uh, now to solve for that, I think India is a, is a very important and interesting market. There is the sheer size is huge. And as such, you know, structurally, we are uh, uh, from a governance standpoint, UK and India are, are very similar, right? And, uh, you know, hence India is is uh, is a choice uh, of, of expansion. Uh, and essentially, uh, you know, we want to solve for similar uh, uh, pain points in the India market and uh, cater to a similar uh, TG, which is uh, which is micro and small. Uh, entrepreneurs and uh, we 
we look forward to uh, you know adding value to this segment and uh, solve for their their financial uh, uh, needs our aspiration is to have close to a million members on on our platform over over next few years sure and, and you you're in beta right now or do you you're, you have yes yes we are in beta right now and we should be uh, you know going out in the market early uh, 22 Right, excellent. And and you would like to target one million by you said 2024, 23? No, probably, probably, yeah. In three years, we should we should be at two years. Now let me just you know uh, expand further on the comparison between the UK and the Indian market, and of course the market structure uh, is broadly the same. Uh, but I would imagine you know when it comes to real you know getting done with the partnerships, the kind of enablers that are there uh, between the Indian market or the and the UK market. Uh, there would be certain differences, nuances, um, and you know, provision of uh, financial services in India uh, will require certain market idiosyncratic uh, nuances compared to the UK market, for which you will have to do heavy amount of customization. Is that is there a fair assessment? And and leading on to that would be uh, you know, in terms of your partners. So so how do you go about looking looking for who should be your partner? Uh, well, uh, you know, this is this is actually very interesting, right? Let me just start from a market standpoint, right? If I uh, compare the UK and India markets, right? Um, I think, as I said, from a governance standpoint, we are we are pretty similar, right? Uh, so that's that's that. Um, uh, but you know, from an open banking standpoint, uh, right? Uh, where UK market is today, I think we we have uh, some uh, distance to travel. That's one. Second is, uh, you know, are we on the path to do that? Uh, I believe yes, right? we, we are on, on the path to do that. There are a bunch of players in the ecosystem who uh, have the kind of APIs or who have the kind of, uh, you know, platform or rail set, uh, you know, on, on which uh, or with which players like us could, uh, you know, deliver the experience uh, which we intend to. Uh, so from that standpoint, you know, uh, I think that's a bit of a uh, bit of challenge. The way ecosystem is set from an open banking standpoint, I think that is pretty advanced in the UK. I believe India as a market, we are where, uh, you know, a market like UK was uh, two, two and a half years back. Uh, but I believe, you know, uh, India as a market has, um, uh, you know, this uh, virtue where, uh, you know, we could cover those uh, those those times in a shorter duration. So I think we have started on that path, and over next one one and a half years, I think we would see a lot of traction in terms of the the open banking or digital banking uh, frameworks and enablers. So I think that's one part of the story. Uh, second is from uh, you know building the product standpoint, right? Uh, so uh, you know uh, wherever we need uh, to work with a partner, so of course that has to. Happen. There has to be uh, India-specific banking partner. There has to be India-specific, uh, you know, partner uh, from uh, you know other uh, pieces standpoint, say cards, etc. Right. Uh, the taxation regime is uh, is very different. So of course we have to customize, uh, uh, you know, for India from a partner standpoint as well as uh, you know for areas. Uh, which are very different so taxation is very different uh, there are certain pieces in payment so for example upi uh, which is very different but if we talk about cards that's pretty similar right same schemes uh, things things are very similar uh, so that's uh, it's it's a combination 
but yes it's uh, uh, it's some legwork upfront uh, it's not very seamless for products like us uh, to go into newer markets we have to uh, you know do our research homework well we have to uh, you know get the partner right and then we have to execute upfront or invest upfront uh, a lot uh, in order to uh, get the product and experience up and running in the market and that's that's been been our, our experience sure and i'm assuming that uh, you know going forward you know you would like to bring in a very different uh, set of partners keep adding more value to the proposition that you offer to the msmes um so so when you look at the partners or potential partners uh, you know how to go about thinking about who should partner. I'm talking about non-banking partners, um, non-FS, um, and uh, you know, is it more about what what is it that MSMEs are currently looking for? They may look for. Um, how do you, how do you think about that? Excellent. So I'll I'll just give you two examples, right, uh, of our very recent partnerships from a UK standpoint. Uh, so uh, we, uh, you know, partnered with Adian and uh, and Sage, right, to bring their respective, uh, you know, payments acceptance piece, uh, you know, to to SMEs and from a Sage standpoint to streamline uh, the taxation and accounting for SMEs. Right? The way we go about, uh, you know, doing this is uh, that we look at bunch of partners in the market. Uh, we also have our own capabilities uh, in in these uh, areas, right? But, you know, from a partner standpoint, uh, you know, we uh, look at partner uh, partners from a uh, technology and experience enablement standpoint, because, uh, you know, our member, uh, the, the experience of the member is pretty critical from our standpoint. Right. Uh, and it has to uh, it, it has to be delivered in the uh, in the shape and form, uh, uh, you know, the experience has to be at a level which. Uh, the member is used to from a tied platform standpoint. Uh, so technology is uh, is very important, um, uh, you know, parameter here. And then along with that, uh, you know, scalability of those platforms to bring things to, uh, uh, you know, to to uh, to tied as a platform. And uh, you know, agility of the same because uh, uh, you know the the product has to iterate and grow uh, with the with the market. So, uh, you know, we have a very clear uh, partner uh, label product strategy. We have a very clear uh, tied label product strategy. And in there are areas in which both exist, right? Uh, so essentially what we intend, our aim is to bring the best suited product uh, from a SME standpoint, right? And hence, similarly, in the Indian market, we uh, are already speaking to a bunch of partners, but we see a lot of scope uh, of partnering with uh, with fintechs who provide uh, you know some set of uh, these uh, pieces to SMEs you know in depth so be it uh, you know be it taxation be it acquiring uh, right or the or the related uh, pieces and uh, that's the framework we would uh, we would follow in India uh, overall I think one piece which would uh, really work well for us is. Uh, to work with global players here as well, right? Uh, because it makes uh, the platform scalable and, uh, you know, replicating in a newer market, uh, uh, you know, easier. So uh, that's that's the that's other piece which uh, we try to be, uh, you know, we, we try to look for a 
uh, global player which would enable us in multiple geographies but in certain areas uh, the uh, the best uh, partner may not be in multiple geographies specifically say for example taxation it's it's very market specific uh, thing right so that's uh, in in those kind of pieces we uh, may not get such a partner but we try to uh, get a global uh, or a partner which is uh, you know in larger number of geographies to to be on the platform and hence makes uh, the platform more scalable and uh, uh, you know um, uh, agile excellent so let, let's see there is some criticism uh, on the other side uh, of uh, the neo banks right and or the challenger banks as as you called it uh that it is an an experience layer on top of uh, the same banking stack and uh, to an extent one could potentially argue that the points of failures uh in the chain have increased because of an added layer on top of it right so what would be the argument in favor of customers moving in large swaths right so obviously you know there will be some early adopters there would be people who would very gangho but uh it would, wh- how what what do you think will really work for you to get to the 1 million ambition that you have right so uh you know i think the argument is 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 pretty fair uh, right that you made uh my um, uh you know my feel is or my sense is that for platforms like us to be to be successful or to be appealing to to the segment i'm talking specifically about smes here is that you need to solve a lot more than just uh, the core banking uh, uh, you know offering or proposition uh, you need to look at the financials uh, uh, you know and taxation and admin as one set of uh, 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 you know as as one set and accordingly solve for bunch of use cases and problems uh you know for the smes bring lot more value to the smes uh, rather than just banking right i think if we do that and focus on that that's what will uh, you know help us succeed this is what has helped us succeed in uk we just do not bring a bank account but we bring a uh, you know a value added uh, robust platform for a for enterprise to manage their overall bouquet of financials taxations and admin on one platform right uh, uh, you know and that's what we intend to uh, do in the india market as well and as you do that right the the banks essentially or the bank account holder becomes your partner right uh, and uh, you know that's how we will transition towards the open banking uh, you know kind of a world where you could where the owner of the account could embed the account on a on a platform and uh, and use so that's i think that's the that's the way forward uh, the challenger uh, bank so to say uh, you know uh, should not be competing just on core banking i think if that is the case there will be struggle uh, i think there has to be partnership in both and uh, you know the value that a challenger bank or a platform that uh, brings to to a consumer or a sme has to be uh, you know much more than just just the core banking right no very well put i completely agree and i think that's that's uh, that's the way to look at it uh, now obviously there is a lot of overlap you would have with banks at the back end uh, in terms of you know just setting up the whole thing and getting it working how hard what's been the struggle 
uh, there or or has it been a breeze so far well uh, you know i think it's been a, a good journey uh, it's been a good journey uh, so far uh, working with partners um i think we uh, we have very robust uh, uh, rails in place and i believe uh, the kind of apis or the kind of platforms which Uh, banks and other financial institutions today have right they are they're quite advanced and uh, you know by the day there is uh, there is improvement uh, there is lot of agility also going on uh, there right as you um, push or want a want to deliver experience there's a lot of collaboration which is happening between financial institutions and fintechs to uh, to build for that right always the api or a rail would be built for one player to start with but over over time it it is democratized right and you know the followers in the ecosystem get get benefit of of that uh, so uh, you know uh, so there is effort uh, there is time which it takes there is investment that it takes but overall i think it's it's good uh, positive journey right and i believe a lot of digitization which has happened from a banking rail standpoint over last few years i think that has gone a long way in 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 being a enabler for this and i believe the the hard work that fintechs like us are doing with with the financial uh, uh, you know institutions specifically banks i think that will go a long way in in our transition or in our journey where we move towards a a more open um, uh, you know ecosystem from a financial services standpoint So I think it helps the banks as well uh, tremendously, and uh, you know, uh, new thought, fresh thought, new propositions coming in, uh, and uh, you know, and then there is this uh, confluence of the traditional bank and the new thought that comes together to build exciting propositions and push the frontier. I think that that's very exciting. Now, yeah. is the bank. Uh, just just to add the the excellent thing about the ecosystem today and the times that we are in is. is that uh, uh, you know the so so called traditional sector which is the banking sector is very open to collaboration uh, right and uh, uh, you know there is lot of exchange of uh, thoughts ideas where both these set of um, uh, you know organizations fintechs as well as financial institutions are learning from each other and you know are collaborating to uh, to bring in improved uh, you know versions of the of the ecosystem or or rails so to say so i think that's the beauty there is the time of inertia is gone uh, today it's more about collaboration it's more about openness which is very refreshing and and uh, and very uh, exciting excellent and uh, how supportive has been the regulator to uh, in india to get you to achieve your ambitions uh well see we are uh, working with uh, with partners uh, not directly uh, with regulator as such uh, right but overall i think the framework which regulator has set right and the directional uh, steps which regulator uh, is taking i think that's very encouraging and exciting right so uh, so for example uh, you know through the pandemic there has been a huge push towards uh, digitization Uh, so i believe regulator has taken all the right steps uh, to to enable uh, post that uh, the the kind of uh, push which has come on on ppi right uh, the way ppis have been strengthened so i think that's that's another movement in the right direction uh, and the recent uh, 
you know paper on digital banking by niti aayog i think that's uh, that's that's a, another uh, signal of uh, of the things to come overall uh, you know our reading is that uh, you know regulator is is very clear that uh, you know technology will play a very important role in financial inclusion and hence the uh, you know ecosystem is moving towards uh, a more open framework and a more technology driven uh, driven framework uh, so that is very refreshing and good and hence uh, you know we believe we are moving in the right direction uh, and uh, uh, you know i believe uh, fintechs will play a very important role in taking financial services it's not just about banking right uh, even credit insurance all these kind of pieces uh, to segments which have been underserved uh, till now and somewhere i think the larger uh, financial institutions uh, banks as well as other financial institutions also understand and accept that uh, right so i think uh, the pieces are uh, at are are in the right area and we are pushing in the right direction to to take these things to the to the next level of financial inclusion excellent and and finally uh, what do you have a uh, a marker uh, or you know a territory geography country uh, that you believe is significantly ahead uh, ahead in the curve and you know that is one territory worth emulating um beat the regulatory structure there the market structure uh, the enablers the tech paradigm yeah so see from a open banking standpoint i believe uh, you know europe is quite advanced but uh, within uh, within that right and though they are separate from eu now uk is is quite quite advanced and i think that's uh, that also is visible uh, from uh, the fact that the number of uh, Uh, neo banking platforms that have emerged out of uk or you know uk becoming the fintech hub uh, you know so to say uh, from a europe's standpoint you know i think that's that's quite a stand out uh, achievement uh, so i believe uk is is one market which uh, we could directionally uh, try to move towards right uh, the good part is that post brexit right uk and india are calibrating uh at at a different level which is which is very good uh the uk india corridor is uh, um is is a corridor which uh is becoming very significant in in, in world trade as such right and for players like us which are uh, in these both markets i think it's it's a good opportunity uh for players like us considering we have the similar we have similar governance structure i think that helps and uh, uh, you know that directionally also helps us move uh, in a way or uh, on the on the journey which uk has had so i think we are on the right path and in the right direction uh, to emulate uh, the advanced uh, open banking market which which the uk is uh, and uh, i think the success or the numbers uh, will be much more astonishing because of the sheer fact that the 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 size of the market right uh, but along with that the the amount of people to which uh, uh, to which financial services have to reach in the right shape and form right so those numbers are huge so i believe the um, impact which we will deliver with this uh, in a market like india will be of a very different order and i think that's that's the need of of the of the hour. excellent no i completely agree i think uh, uh, india can be a huge bellwether when it comes to you know just pushing and given that the you know the there is a huge wide spectrum of 
uh, the readiness of the customers to become digital and be more savvy it does make sense that you know we'll always have early adopters and then followers and then the whole market will change color uh, that's been great insights gurjod uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us today and uh, that's it folks uh, thank you for tuning in this was fintalks at bob world presented by bank of baroda india's international bank uh, i hope this series is of help to everyone listening in uh, do get us uh, get in touch with us and send us feedback suggestions uh, on what you'd like us to cover in the future episodes uh, that's it for now i'm akil handa and this has been fintalks at bob world thank you It's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam is joined by Dr. Gayatri Vasudevan from LabourNet Services. They discuss the challenges and opportunities faced by the informal labour sector in India. On the Life Manifesto, Zarina teaches us how to deal with self-abandonment. On Smarter with Sid, we take a look at what happened over a hundred years ago in the 1920s, where the situation was pretty similar to our 2020s. Agriculture played a very vital role in the flourishing of human civilization. Dr. Rajiv and Manik Deshpande talk about this phenomena on Marathi Kirtan. The lion is not a pet animal, but it can be adopted by a zoo. On Hansavani, we hear about the strange man who was keen on experiencing the grandeur of the lion. Do follow us on social media. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows, for that matter, do tell a friend. The word of mouth absolutely is essential to us. Don't forget to rate us on any of the platforms that you've been listening to, and also I'd like to ask everybody to check us out on YouTube. We have a number of channels going. You can find all of them on ivmpodcast.com/slash/youtube. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week: Cred, Bank of Baroda, Coinswitch, Kuber, and Intel. Thank you so much for making this possible. Namaste. This is Cyrus Brocha. I am part of the government cancel culture program to remove rubbish off all the different streams available. So what we have is all the collected rubbish we put together on our show. It's called Cyrus Says. It's on IVM Podcasts. You have to watch it and listen to it. It's on our app. It's on our website. It's on the YouTube channel. It's on Facebook. There are many different ways. Don't bother me and ask me how. Uh, you have to find out. We talk to different personalities. Many of them are known. Some are just people we meet downstairs and invite them up for chai. But the point is, it's fun and it's very therapeutic. So please join in and listen to Cyrus Says.